It's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason Lacanfora. Guys, it's uh, in the huddle. Carl Dukes, Brian Baldinger, Jason Lacanfora, part of this podcast as well. Here's where uh, we want to take a turn and talk about the other New York team because they've got a lot going on as well. Um, what do you make of the Saquon Barkley situation? I mean, I know there was this running back summit or zoom that they had where all the the top guys got on and talked about the situation with contracts i think it happened last weekend but baldy at the end of the day people are saying why would saquon do this and not sign one of the deals that was maybe offered to the giants or by the giants when it was maybe 12 a year or 13 a year and he decided to to not accept that deal now we don't know the, the the length of those deals we just know that they allegedly offered that kind of money per year and yet he settles for basically an $11, $11 million deal. Well, to be honest with you, he, he ran out of time. I mean, I'm like, you know, July 17th was the date, you know, sign the extension, uh, sign the franchise tag, sign an extension. Like, that's it. And so for the Giants to come out, give him a little bit more, more incentives. But the bottom line is Saquon's a Giant this year. He's in camp on time. He's with his team. Yeah. The business side of it, you know, if he has another year, Backs up another year like he had this year. I'm pretty sure after Andrew, we'll get to Andrew Thomas, but like, and they signed Dexter Lawrence, like they've got their horses signed. So, you know, Saquon could play himself into a big deal next year. Now it kind of, but to the idea that, okay, the leverage I have is to sit out, to hold out. It didn't help anybody. It doesn't help him. It doesn't help his team. It doesn't help the franchise. And so look, here's this olive branch. We want you, Saquon. We're not, we just don't have the financial, whatever it is. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But <laughs> I'm not going to give you this, you know, 30 million guaranteed deal. And so this is what we can do. And this is what we could do for you this year. I don't know all the things that went on. But all I know is I think everybody was shocked when Saquon signed it and is in camp. And, and so now they don't have to talk about that anymore. Like they can actually start building this team. Um, the way that I think Brian Dable wants to build the team. And so, and Joe Shane, the general manager, wants to build it. And so the bottom line is they don't have a disgruntled player. They don't have a guy holding out. They've got their team in place. Like, let's go build it. Let's go, let's go get back to the playoffs and let's make a move in the playoffs. Well, and Baldy, I think this is, you know, this is no disrespect to, to Saquon, but you went up front and think about what they did this offseason. They signed their quarterback, okay, paid him long-term, four years, $160 million to, to Daniel Jones. They paid their defensive tackle in Dexter Lawrence, four years, right? And then they turn around and they pay Andrew Thomas their left tackle. The cornerstones of your franchise, D-line, O-line, quarterback. I love Saquon, but this is how you win, Giants fans. And I know a lot of people are like, what are they doing? They're screwing this up. You're, you're right about him being in camp. He is going to participate. He's on time. He will do his job. But if you're talking about the Giants being competitive with the Eagles, whose roster, in my opinion, is overall better, the Cowboys, whose roster overall right now is better, this is how you win. you got to pay these guys. So, Baldy, I think it was a choice. We're going to take care of our D tackle, our left tackle, and our quarterback. We're going to say, and we're going to take care of Saquon in the way that we can, but we got to do this. Well, I mean, look, if you just look at the teams that they're competing with in the NFC East, the Eagles aren't paying top dollar to a running back. They've got a committee of them. They've got a whole bunch of them there. They all can play. John Drew Swift, Rashad Penny, 
you know, you go through Boston Scott, you go through the whole list of them. Um, the, the Cowboys decided not to do it, but you know, they're, they're paying a lot of other people. They just paid yeah. Trayvon Diggs quarterback got paid, you know, CD lamb's going to probably get his bag. You know, I mean, so that it's just kind of uh, the way teams get structured right now, but you know, Saquon, look, that maybe that's just a going rate right now. Maybe it's just dropped at the elite running backs. We'll see what Nick Chubb gets. I'm sure he's going to get, you know, a pretty big chunk. But the Giants really added to the wide receiver and the tight end room. You know, when they went out and they got themselves Paris Campbell and Darren Waller and the guys they got, they're telling everybody that we're not going to rely on Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley to run for 2,000-plus yards like they did last year. We're going to throw it a lot more like we did in Buffalo when Josh Allen was the star of the team and Stephon Diggs was our biggest, you know, star outside of Josh. Like, they're going to throw the ball a lot more. And they know that that's the way to score more points. And hopefully the defense, with what they have right now, will take it away a little bit more and give extra pass that offense. But I, they had to do what they had to do to win last year, and they did it. That's what good coaching is. But I think it'll look a little bit different this year. All right, Baldy. Uh, speaking of getting bags, as we go around the league, guys, just lots of news coming in as camp gets underway. Teams trying to take care of their own, make sure they get all this contract stuff out of the way so they can focus on the season. And the Chargers have done that. Justin Herbert, five years, $262 million. All right, $262.5, actually. Um, he signed through 2029. And this deal is fully guaranteed for $133 million. But when you look at the per year average, all of a sudden now you're talking about Hertz, Lamar, and Herbert. So people have hit me up. Yesterday when this news broke, Baldy, late, there were guys going, Herbert, you know, he's he's not even won a playoff game. And I'm like, that's not what it's about. When you have one of these franchise guys and you feel like he can get you over the top, it's not his fault they blew the game in Jacksonville last year. They had a, a big old lead and then they blew it. But my point is, Baldy, He's a franchise guy, and the kid's 25, 25 years old. So you lock him up, you pay him accordingly, and you keep it moving. And now I think the charges, if everybody is healthy on that offense, Baldy, that's a dangerous offense they've got. Well, look, here's, here's, here's what everybody's searching for. They're all searching for their franchise quarterback. And if you don't get it right, you got to figure it out. You got to overpay or go back in a well, go back to the draft, try to find it. So once you get it, all you do is you just build around it, and you never stop building. You know, I mean, they have drafted offensive linemen in the first round, you know, two out of three years. They were throwing the ball last year to a kid at a, on a special team called up from the practice squad and I, named Mike Gandy. You know, Keenan was hurt. Mike Williams was hurt. Like, they, you know, they, they've got to run the ball better. You know, here's Kellen Moore. Where did he come from? Dallas. What did they do? They ran the ball really well. Like, they got to figure out how to run it. But the quarterback is real. And he, all you have to do, I said this the other day, just sometimes, Carl, you got to go to a game. He's got to watch these guys warm up and just watch them throw. <laughs> you go. That's what talent looks like. When Justin Herbert rips off 100 passes in pregame warm-ups, you go, that's what talent looks like. 6-6, yeah. six, six, the ball spins like it's coming through an air tunnel. You know, and and, and he's, he's tough. He, you know, he had fractured ribs in the second game last year. He played through it. Like, he's just what you're looking for. Like, that's not – that's the least of the problems with the Chargers. They paid the guy. And, look, when Joe Burrow is up and they get the, his deal done, 
he'll be more than than Herbert. He'll be yeah. more than Lamar. That's just how it is on the NFL. It's always been that way. The next guy at that position gets a little bit more. So they took care of him because you have to. And now you go, okay, we've got everything. Because I told Charger fans, and I would say this to anybody, there's no more excuses with the Chargers. Like injuries are no longer an excuse. They've got depth. They've got they've committed to paying star players, which they were reluctant to do for a long time. And they're you know, whether it's JC Jackson or Khalil Mack or Joey Bozer or Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, I mean, they pay their stars. And that's what you know, stars win your games. They get hurt, you got to have their backups. And so you 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 know you draft a kid out of TCU in the first round, Quinton Johnson. And you go, okay, next guy up. And, it, and there's just no more excuses that they've always made because of injuries with the Chargers. Go make your move and go compete and take the mantle away from the Kansas City Chiefs this year.